Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bates Theory Podcast. First and foremost, I would like to thank Anchor for this wonderful free platform that is allowing us to have a place to discuss these issues. We have a lot to cover on this show, and I'm excited to bring it to you, so let's get started. My name is A.J. Williams, host and creator of The Bates Theory. Before we get started, I would like to tell you a little bit about myself and what was the catalyst for this whole movement of The Bates Theory and the podcast itself. Uh, I started my life as a child actor. I started at age two. I stayed in the business for 16 years. I got the chance to perform in every medium, stage, TV, movies, operas, stage plays, Um, TV shows. I even voiced a cartoon once. When I was young, I knew that I wanted to write from very early on. And uh, I started writing short stories probably about as early as 11, um, up into my teen years. I was influenced heavily by uh, R.L. Stein and his Fear Street series, which I used to read as a kid. And then later on, of course, Agatha Christie and um, Walter Mosley and Edgar Allan Poe. Um, In 2017, I released my first novel, Flame of Retribution, a fictional novel based on an actual police shooting case from 2006, the shooting death of Sean Bell. Um, In 2016, I directed my first play, The Diary of a Mother, written by Hope Hollingsworth Coaxum. That play is actually still running. Uh, We're due to perform in Mississippi at the end of May. I'm still looking for some venues now, so look out for that. The project that I'm working on now is The Bates Theory, the book. And this book is dedicated to um, defeating toxic mother's behavior and helping men to heal and abandon adult codependency to their mothers. Um, What was the catalyst for me writing this book was just thinking about my own experience as a child, my own relationship with my mother and um, some of the relationships that I see with my friends um, as older men and how they're impacted by the relationship with their mother. Uh, How I arrived at the title, um, The Bates Theory, was from the movie Psycho, um, done in 1960 by Alfred Hitchcock, and the character there, Norman Bates. Uh, Norman Bates is a 20-year-old man in his 20s, Uh, that runs a motel, um, has a complicated relationship with his mother. Early on in the movie, we hear her arguing with him, and um, we can see that the relationship is kind of strained. But as the movie goes on, uh, we find out later on that the relationship is really complicated because uh, Norma's mother is dead and has been dead for some time. And he's pretending to be her um, in a voice and actually running around in her dress in a wig, killing people. And uh, later on in the movie, near the end, the psychologist kind of breaks down Norman's mental state. And we come to understand that Norman had a strange and complicated relationship with his mother when he was a young boy um, that led to him developing um, a psychological disorder, actually a split personality where he actually killed her young when a man came into her life. And 
that kind of caused him to split and become her at certain points. And whenever he would feel an attraction to another woman, um, then the personality would take over. And so I thought, wow, that's, I mean, it's, it's fiction, of course, but it led me to think, well, you know, how much of our behaviors as adult men are influenced by things in our childhood, specifically um, our relationship with our mother. So I wanted to explore that and get into that. Um, specifically because for us as men, I feel like that is a taboo issue. Um, I feel like it's something that we, we're we not supposed to talk about, especially for those of us that come from you know, single mothers. Um, my mother was single for a while and, um, you know, my stepfather came into my life very early, but, um, for those of us that come from single mothers, we know the monumental job that a single mother does, um, in raising a child, um, especially a son. So I think that we're reluctant, um, especially in black culture to question our mothers on anything. And we're discouraged from doing so. Um, even when the, the behavior, excuse me, even when the behavior is clearly harmful uh, and detrimental to us. And I think that we grow up carrying the scars from some of the terrible choices that um, mothers have made. Now, before we get deeper into this subject, I want to make clear that this is not some kind of female bashing forum, especially not a Black woman bashing forum. I'm married. I have a good relationship with my mother. Um, you know, I have daughters, so this is this is definitely not about that on the show. Um, but I think it's important that we create a space for men to be able to talk about this very complicated relationship because, uh, quite frankly, men are dealing with a lot of scars, and if we ever hope to heal, uh, we have to get to the root of it. And what could be more the root than the very woman who created us and shaped our viewpoint on life, uh, the most important relationship that we have. Uh, growing up as a child. So um, that's the catalyst behind this podcast, the meaning behind it. It's something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that um, I'm excited about. And I encourage men to um, get involved and open up and share their stories on this show. Um, this this platform that we're on is called the Anchor, uh, the Anchor app. So you can download the Anchor app and um, create messages and you can share them with me and I'll share them on the show. Um, in the future, of course, we're looking at, we're looking at um, the show becoming live and having guests. Um, but in the interim, until that happens, I encourage men to please uh, make messages and share things with me or even DM me if you want to just DM me and I will share your stories on there because I think it's, it's a very instrumental thing to get us to heal and um, to get to the root causes of some of this behavior. Um, so let's uh, let's take a break, um, get with the sponsors, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, welcome back. Okay, the Bates Theory. So um, as we, we get deeper into this, I wanna start at the beginning. And um, I touch on this in my book, but it's going to be a while till I drop the book. I'm still working on it. So um, I want to get into this now and let you guys know how I got on this path of even recognizing 
or thinking about the relationship between me and my mother in a serious way. Um, it was in 1999. I was in my final year of high school. I was 17. And um, just so you know, and you will get to know this by listening to me, I'm a huge fan of movies. I'm quite the cinephile and I'm a huge fan of um, television shows. I mean, I was a, a kid that I came up being left home a lot. My parents were were working. My mother worked on Broadway. She was working nights. My father worked nights. So uh, a lot of the time and from very early, I, I used to stay home by myself. And because of that, you know, I'd be on HBO and stuff like that. Uh, I was on HBO very early. I was a huge fan of it and was always a fan since its inception. Um, and so I was still watching it when I was in high school. And, you know, you would watch things and you would see the trailers for upcoming shows. And one trailer, I had no idea at the time, but one trailer was set to change the course of television history um the show that was about to come on but it was also going to change the course of my life because it was going to change the way that i thought about myself and childhood and therapy and that show was the sopranos um you know when the trailer came on it was full of spunky music there was a tone of humor to it but it was also very dangerous people were getting killed and um we saw this this mobster um from new jersey going to therapy and um even in the trailer was showed that he had a controlling mother and, you know, their relationship was kind of crazy and complicated. And, you know, there was cursing, there was nudity, there was violence, there was cool gangsters. So immediately, you know, the guys in school, we were talking about it. We were waiting for it to come on. And when it came on, it definitely didn't disappoint. I mean, it was it was more than was expected. And the show stayed on for about six or seven years, I believe. Um, and I mean, it won a bunch of Emmys. It just, it was groundbreaking. It just changed the way things were. For those of you that have been living under a rock and you don't know what The Sopranos is, um, I pray for you. <laughs> but um, it, it's a, it surrounds a, a man named Tony Soprano. And he's in his 40s. He's a captain in the New Jersey Mafia. The show takes place in New Jersey. And um, so he has two families. He has his family with his wife and his children and his mother. And later on, we meet the sisters and his uncle, Junior, who he also works with, who's also in the mobs. Um, but it's also he has his mafia family and each family comes with their own stresses and strains that they put on him. Um, but what happens in the first episode is that he has a panic attack. And upon going to the doctor and finding nothing wrong, he um he comes to a psychologist and it takes a while but the psychologist chips away at you know that that tough guy ego that he has to find out about his relationship with his mother we already get some hints at it because she's a big part of the show in the first and second season um unfortunately the actress who plays uh his mother uh nancy marchand died in the third season and they wrote that in that his mother Livia died but um she was so instrumental to the humor and the tone of the show so we get a glimpse of her but it's in the psychology parts that we really delve into the relationship with his mother and um anybody who knows me and has known me for a long time knows that I'm a huge fan of that show I was a huge fan at the time and Sunday at nine o'clock don't bother me phone was off and everybody that I knew that had some sense was watching it too <laughs> Um, but it was only until I got older that I realized my connection to that show was deeper than just being a fan. 
um, it was the first time that I got a real glimpse at therapy. Um, I never even remember hearing the word therapy used, definitely not in my house or by anybody that I knew. And um, so the idea of the relationship between a son and his mother having an impact on behaviors that he had as an adult was introduced to me by this show. And over the course of watching it and seeing Dr. Melfi's uh, therapy sessions with Tony, it got me in a mode of understanding that concept and understanding therapy as a concept and um, starting to think about my own relationship with my mother and my own upbringing. And so that's what was basically the catalyst for even, even opening my eyes to the possibility of examining your relationship with your mother you know and uh, i think for many of us especially from for any man but especially for black men that's just something that we have no access to i mean i know in black culture as far as i've experienced it um therapy is not something that we do and it's not something that's mentioned um we live in a culture now where um psychological terms and the idea of therapy is very common and thrown around but when i was coming up that wasn't a thing and um, so, you know, I had some some very traumatic things in my childhood and I meet people and I know people that have had even more traumatic things happen to them. Um, and many of them are due to the choices that their mothers made. May, many of them, those traumatic events their mothers did to them um, or allowed to have done to them. So because of that, um, it's definitely an important issue for us guys if we think about healing and where we're we're on the path to healing ourselves um, psychologically and spiritually. So um, so I'm just letting you know some background about how I got to this place and um, what I intend to do with this show. Like I said before, this is um, very important to me. Uh, I feel strongly about this subject and I encourage men to get involved and listen to it and um, be a part of it. Um, and I'll be working hard on the book to get that out to you guys as soon as I can. I'll let you know when it's available. And um, we're, we're going to keep this this healing train going for us because we really need it. Um, part of the reason that we need it, if I can, is I feel like in this time, in 2020, right now we're in March of 2020. And I feel like at this time, um, there is a war going on with men. Um, and, you know... As we're online, a lot of us are are online and see social media all the time, and uh, we realize that with when it comes to relationships, there's really something going on with that, and uh, we're we're having a hard time out here with relationships with relating to women probably more than ever before, and um, I think a lot of the the reason for that is a lack of uh, understanding about us as men, a lack of understanding about our past and what shapes us as men. Um, and maybe there's just an indifference towards that. Maybe there's an attitude. I think it's true that there is an attitude of not caring about that kind of thing. Like that doesn't matter. But if you seek to understand a person and understand why they engage in certain behaviors, how could you not seek to understand their upbringing how could you not seek to understand the roots of where they come from 
Um, that's the very foundation of who they are and the choices they're making. Of course, a person is responsible for their choices, but a person is largely shaped by his childhood and the values uh, that are given to him within by those experiences. And so when we're engaging in relationships and women are attempting to engage in relationships with us, um, I think part of the barrier to having successful relationships out here is because there's a lack of understanding about why we're so damaged. And and we, as men, I don't even think that we have a, a proper understanding of that damage or that we're even damaged at all um, because of our nature and because of how society is shaped and because of the expectations of what a man's supposed to be and not be. I think that we, we think a lot of abnormal things are normal. And um, as I've talked to men, I've talked to men in many different forums about things. You come to find out that a lot of our experiences are shared experiences. Um, there's a lot of violence involved. There's a lot of abuse involved. There's a lot of neglect involved. Um, there's a lot of, you know, berating of us. Um, and most of us have come to understand and come to feel that that's normal and that's okay. And we've learned how to live with that in our past without ever healing from it. Uh, we haven't gone to therapy. We haven't talked to anybody about it. We just learn how to move on. But the problem with that um, is that that moving on, um, that energy that comes from experience and those traumas and those negative behaviors, it's got to go somewhere. And what usually happens is it manifests itself in other ways. It manifests itself in violence. Um, towards other men it manifests itself in violence towards our women violence towards our children or sometimes the behavior is self-destructive alcoholism drug abuse um, engaging in risky behavior uh, you know being being very promiscuous uh, all kinds of things that are linked to not healing childhood traumas and um, how could we ever heal them if we don't even know that there's an issue and so when we're talking about our mothers um, we wouldn't know that there's an issue because we have been trained not to question our mothers. We have been trained to accept whatever behaviors our mothers give us because they're doing such a hard job. And how could you dare question somebody who's doing such a hard job, who's making making such a sacrifice for your well-being? Well, I'm hoping to have a very small part, a very small hand in breaking um, that that cycle and I'm doing my part to change the way we think about that. Um, so I hope that you guys will stay with me. Um, on the next show, we're going to get right into it and we're going to answer the question, is your mother toxic? So what we're going to do is we're going to examine some behaviors that we can identify right now um, to see if your relationship right now as an adult male is a toxic one with your mother and if she's exhibiting toxic behaviors. And we're also going to talk about some childhood things that are done to see if your mother is toxic. And so that's what we're going to talk about on the next show. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, I hope you'll continue to stay with me and I hope you'll encourage more people to join and listen to it um, so that we can get as much healing done as possible have the conversation be as big as possible to help as many men as possible and before i go i want to make it clear that this is not just for men even though it's created primarily for the helping of men it's not just for men it is also for women too 
for those of you out there that are mothers, you can listen to what's going on here and identify if you're exhibiting any toxic behaviors right now. And also, if you're going to be a mother, you'll know what things to avoid and what things to do um, to make sure that your son could be as emotionally healthy as possible. So it's, it's, it's really for as much good as it can possibly be for. So I thank you guys for coming and listening. And um, this is the Bates Theory Podcast with AJ Williams. I'll see you soon. Thank you.